1: Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom. Mark, Mark Walters. Ah, uh, Here we go. Armed
0: American Radio. From Armed American Radio Ranch to the Sig Sour Studios. Crossbreed holsters. Mike, Mark Walters in front of the mic with you today. All of it being brought to you by that one and only great X insurance Greg over in Dallas, Texas, it's been a day, hasn't it, brother? Uh, yeah, just, just a day. Technical difficulty day, TD day. It's been like that here, too. So you might see Angry Mark and Angry Greg come out today, which could make for a really fun show because a couple of the topics I'm going to talk about will anger you. Probably three or four of the topics will anger you, and I know that because they angered me. And if they're going to anger me and angry Mark comes out, they're going to anger you, too. Greg, would you be so kind as maybe this will be therapeutic for you? Tell people where they can watch us in high definition and join the chat. That'd be kind of fun, right? Uh, sure. And yeah. let, ooh, ooh, and ooh, ooh, when we do that, I'm going to put the the scowling outlaw Josie Wales up on the camera so everybody can see angry Greg as he really looks.
2: I really wish you could see me leaning in on the mic right now. <laughs> they can
0: all they can see of you right now is a scowling Clint Eastwood. So it fits you good today. Go for it. Bro.
2: That's all they need. If you want to uh, if you want to watch the show live, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org dot org or dot com. All the links will be along the top of that Web page. If you're on the mobile site. Uh, You'll want to click the three little hashtags on the right or three little hash marks on the right hand side. and All the links will pop open there. If you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile and search for armed American radio conversations. Wow, that was quick.
0: Caught me off guard. Let's flip the screens over there. Welcome in, guys. So where do I want to start? I, I was I was getting ready to I was lining up all the topics today. And for some reason, I opened Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. And when I did, I saw David Hogg and then a Barack Obama tweet right below. Of course. I went, oh, no. Let's look at these. So I'm going to start with Barack Obama. I don't I don't know how many, you know, Barack Obama's got, you know, twenty eight point three million followers. This thing's been he's received one hundred thirty five thousand likes, three thousand forty five quotes, twenty eight point five thousand retweets and thirty six hundred nine bookmarks. What could Barack Obama be saying today? That would matter. It has nothing to do with guns, except that it has to do with free speech and our First Amendment rights. And when I read this coming from a commie that he is, I thought, you've got to be kidding me. To the dedicated and hardworking librarians of America. <laughs> that's exactly this. that. Did you see it? That's exactly what that's what I did. That was my reaction, too. Yeah, I laughed. I chuckled. In any democracy, the free exchange of ideas is an important part of making sure that citizens are informed, engaged, and feel like their perspectives matter. And then I immediately laughed and said to myself, unless you're a conservative on social media and the commie Dems are banning you, unless you're Trump and they're trying to indict you, unless you're a gun owner and the ATF is coming after you, Unless you're a target of the FBI because you're a political opponent of this current sitting commie administration. So where's he going with this? It's so important, in fact, Obama said that here in America. Don't you love being lectured to about your free speech rights from a commie Democrat Marxist? Uh, it's it's par for the course it, for, it, for them. It It is. It is. And he throws a little thing about conservatism in here. We'll go there in just a second to give himself some deniability. It is so important, in fact, that here in America, the First Amendment of our Constitution states that freedom begins with our capacity to share and access ideas, even and maybe especially the ones we disagree with. Unless you're a conservative on Twitter or other social media like Facebook, like Armed American Radio, when they what do they throttle you back? And don't let the eighty-five to hundred thousand fans see what you put out. I mean, there's that, right? I guess Obama, maybe he he knows. He knows. More often than not, someone decides to write those ideas down in a book. Books have always shaped how I experience the world. Writers like Mark Twain and Toni Morrison. I'm sure, I'm sure that Barack Obama was influenced by Mark Twain. Walt Whitman and James Baldwin taught me something essential about our country's character. Reading about people whose lives were very different from mine showed me how to step into someone else's shoes. And the simple act of writing helped me develop my own identity, all of which would prove vital as a citizen, a community organizer, and as a president. Notice he didn't name a job. A citizen, a community organizer, and a president. Today, some of the books that shaped my life and the lives of so many others are being challenged by people who disagree with certain ideas or perspectives. It's no coincidence that these banned books are often written by or feature people of color, indigenous. But here we go. And members of the LGBTQ plus community, (sighs) except what he's not telling you is that they're near pornographic. They are pornographic, pedophilic, yep, and attacking our children. He left that out, so yeah. we were kind
2: enough to fill that in for him. Go ahead. Greg. He's a gay man, so it, you know there's not really anything surprising here that he's advocating for these books. Who and, tweeted that yesterday and then
0: pulled it down immediately? His brother, his half-brother, Yep, tweeted yesterday that
2: Barack Obama was gay and then immediately deleted the tweet. I have seen some interesting Ooh. testimonial video on the Internet that talks about some things that Obama was doing back in, I think, the 90s. And it is uh, not no, no, no. it's not radio friendly, and uh, it's interesting to hear this testimony. I don't know how true it is, so I'm not going to really talk much more about it. But yeah, there's yeah. things going around. But it's there. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's out there, and you got to wonder why his half brother. I don't know. It's interesting stuff, is it? Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, we know yeah. Bi- we
2: know Big Mike, so yeah.
0: There have also been unfortunate instances in which books by conservative authors or books containing triggering words. Or scenes have been targets for removal. See, he has to throw that in so he can say now it's plausible. See, I talked about everybody's books. Either way, the impulse seems to be silence rather than engage, rebut, learn from, or seek to understand views that don't fit our own. So those pedophilic books and the grooming of our children books, I guess, are okay.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I got I, I got banned on Instagram today for uh, slamming uh, LGBT people. So uh, my Instagram is actually so, disabled. So you can't talk bad about them, but they can talk bad about no, us. They can all talk they bad
0: about. That's exactly right. That's the whole point. I believe such an approach is profoundly misguided and contrary to what has made this country great. Unless you're a conservative and trying to get your voice out on Twitter because it had to be bought by Elon Musk for that to occur, because everybody was shut down, including a former president who was all who was blocked. So a former president's views, I guess, don't matter to Obama. The condescending elitism that reeks from these people is mind-boggling. The
2: hypocrisy is incredible. Well, all of this is tyranny of the minority. And everything that they are standing up for are minority groups that they're trying to pin against a majority consensus of people. And what's interesting is I am... Not only seeing um, uh, more and more black conservatism and people realizing they were more conservative than they understood. uh, Mm -hmm. They used to vote Democrat. I am seeing the Latino population come out now and start talking about how they are more conservative than they uh, thought they were. And they are having an awakening over there as well. That's a fact. That showed itself during Trump's first election. Oh, it's really heavy now. I'm seeing a lot more of it on social media by individuals, yeah. which means well, the, the, the left greater. will start
0: silencing that because they don't want yes. everybody to see that Obama doesn't have a problem with lies of omission from the left wing media. Obama doesn't have a problem with you as a gun owner being silenced. We talked about this just yesterday. Stories that the media never puts out. Because the Democrats don't want it put out. Isn't that silencing our voices? Has gun owners been going on with gun owners for decades? He apparently doesn't have a problem with that. I believe such an approach is profoundly misguided, and contrary to what has made America, this, this, uh, made this country great. As I've said, the one you want to fundamentally transform. As I've said before, not only is it important for young people from all walks of life to see themselves represented in the pages of books, but it's also important for all of us to engage with different ideas and points of view, unless, of course, those points of view are conservative points of view on social media. It's OK to be banned unless you are a conservative or gun owner on Facebook or Instagram like you. Or others that they don't want you to see. That's OK with Obama. He does. So he, he leaves a lot of those things out. I'm sure he just was out of time. So we filled in the blanks for him. When we come back from the break, we'll continue with this because it is, well, it's written by a Marxist socialist commie masquerading as a former Democrat who was the president of the United States. And I don't know if you saw Joe Biden sitting with the Israeli prime minister today. He's gone. He's lost it. I don't know if you saw that video. I did not. But I believe Obama's the one behind the scenes pulling the strings. No, I don't. I don't know if we can get the audio of Biden, but we'll describe what happened today. It is, oh, I can't even say it was sad to see, but it kind of was sad to see because I know someone who died from dementia. We'll be back right after this.
6: Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide and designed, engineered and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision.
0: Yeah, freedom, passion, precision, something the Democrats know nothing about. Welcome back inside the 6-hour studios here at AAR Ranch. You you have a ranch we're on the Crossbreed Holsters mic for you. X-Insurance is presenting all of it to you today. And you just heard that Daniel Defense rejoined. You can thank Daniel Defense and Led Slingers if you're watching the video. Please don't thank them while you're watching the video, while you're driving. Please be safe. I got a phone call today from Marty Daniel, founder of Daniel Defense. Greg, I'm going to ask you my favorite question, and a, a question you I, I cannot answer. Do you know where he was when he called me? <sighs> no. <laughs> of course you don't. He was in Paris Texas? at an airport. No, he was in Paris, oh. France at an airport. I said, Marty, you could have waited till you got home to call me. He said, I'm just sitting here killing time. Figured I'd want to call one of my buds. He had content for us. When he comes back next week, oh, ladies and gentlemen, he's there with a shooting crew for competitive shooting sports in Europe right now. He said, British Airways, forget it. Done. British Airways hassled them, wouldn't allow the guns, called one of the semi-automatic shotguns a weapon of war. They had to change airlines, move to a different airport. Wow. They couldn't even... Yeah, it's incredible. So I can't wait to hear the rest of that story. And Marty wanted to make it very clear. It was important enough that he actually called me from Paris today to tell me about this and to make sure that we talked next week. Because he said, I I felt that that would be a great story for And it is. So... You know, I'm sitting here worried about going to Massachusetts. He said it took him over eight hours to move. These are they're there with professional shooting teams for competitive shooting sports. And they're being hassled by airlines. Imagine that. That's that's what's happened to Europe. That's what it's like traveling in American states, Jersey, et cetera. They'll arrest you.
2: And then mislabel the firearms.
0: Well, yeah, and he, they, they said they couldn't let that firearm move because it was a weapon of war. It was a semi-automatic shotgun. These were competitive shooters. It's incredible. Competitive shooting teams. This is, what, Ladies and gentlemen, this is what they want for you. This is what the Democrats are trying to bring to you. Now, we'll find out more about it when I have a chance to talk with him next week. But I was fascinated by the call, and, and I thanked him for calling me. He didn't have to call me from Paris. I thought that was kind of cool, though. Let's go back to Commie Obama. Oh, bummer. He's called him during his entire term on the show. Oh, bummer. Uh, he's talking about how he's upset about censorship. It's not, he's not upset about me being censored on social media. He's upset that groomers in the Disney World bunch and the LGBTQ in-your-face-we're-coming-for-your-children bunch are being silenced by conservative governors And we know who he's talking about. He's talking about DeSantis predominantly, no doubt. For not wanting that nonsense in front of third graders and fourth graders, etc. In schools. When did it become okay to put that in schools? Obama wasn't taught any of that in schools. Wherever he went to school. If it was here in the United States, we still know that. (laughs) <laughs> Can't even ask that question, can you? Or they'll silence you. There's that. It's also important, Obama says, to understand that the world is watching. If America, a nation built on freedom of expression, unless you're a conservative or a gun owner and they don't want your message out, unless they don't like your message, there's that. They, he forgot to put that in, so we put that in. Allows certain voices and ideas to be silenced, like gun owners... And conservatives, why should other countries go out of their way to protect them? They don't. Ironically, it is Christian and other religious texts, the sacred texts that some calling for book bannings in this country claim to want to defend, that have often been the first target of censorship and book banning efforts in authoritarian countries. Oh boy, that's loaded. Obama's going to lecture Christians? Obama wants to (laughs) let... And he wants to lecture me about banning efforts in authoritarian countries while our own government is weaponized against us. For the sake of this show, the ATF, the FBI, coming after lawful businesses, none of that matters to him. Nobody understands that more than you, our nation's librarians, in a very real sense... You're on the front lines. Now librarians. What are they going to start calling librarians heroes now, too, Greg? Uh, It seems like it. Everybody's a hero, right? So librarians are now heroes, I guess, is where he's going with this. You're on the front lines fighting every day to make the widest possible range of viewpoints, opinions, and ideas available to everyone. I've never seen a librarian fight for anything.
2: Well, they're currently
0: not in the sense he's talking about because he's talking about politically fighting. Good heavens. What are you going to have a librarian peaceful demonstration now? These people are just insidious. Go ahead.
2: Well, currently they're fighting to enable child pornography and pedophilia displays within libraries when they have drag drag queen story. I'll
0: give you that. Yeah, I'll give
2: you that in that sense of the word. I'll give you that. And if you're uh, the type like Obama, you consider that being a hero because anybody that supports all of this are either groomers Uh, pedophile adjacent or they are into exposing children to pornography and explicit material and all of it is bad i can tell i can tell you do and dabble in talk radio throughout the day couple times a couple times a day yeah
0: because you just you just out analyzed me (laughs) went right past me on that I feel pretty. Don't you handle Charlie Kirk? I do. I do. Okay. Well, there might be that, ladies and gentlemen. Greg knows what he's doing over there. I just saw the letter in defense of myself, okay? (laughs) I didn't have time to go through it. I saw it right before we went on air, but that was your spot on. So when we go back to that. OK, that fighting every day to make the widest possible range of viewpoints, opinions. That's exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about librarians that are fighting to get this pedophilic nonsense in front of your kids. That's what he's talking about, because that's OK to leftists. Let's get your Clint Eastwood mug off up there <laughs> since you out me. Let's let's get Clint Eastwood out. and both your fingers are on the trigger, too. I might add. Yeah, but that was great. You're spot on. Nobody understands it more. You. That's why I want to take a moment to thank all of you for the work you do every day, work that is helping us understand each other and embrace our shared humanity. Mm. Ooh, let me tell you something. I don't share anything with the pedophiles that they want in front of my children. And this is where I thank God I live in a conservative area. You know? Do you remember? Do you remember when Obama was first elected, when he wanted to have that piped in? CCTV deal to talk to America's young school children, do you remember that? Uh, yes, not here. At my kids' elementary school, they put a letter out and said, we'll make that available in a room for kids who want to attend. otherwise, it's regular day. Now, if you went to if you lived in blue state America, Obama was forced down your throat. You remember that boy, there's a difference isn't there? There's a difference between living blue and red. And the country is splitting and separating every day. The divisiveness, he's trying to use this as a, as a tool to, you know, this is how they trick you. This is gaslighting to the nth degree here, literally. He's fighting for the librarians who, as Greg, in his out-analyzation of me, made very clear, are fighting so that the garbage, pornography, and pedophilia infiltrate your local libraries and your kids' schools. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want that silenced. Incredible. You have to wonder where we're living today. We'll be back. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, I am Mark Walters. And I guess I'm the co-host for the day today, Greg. All I'm right. going to be the co-host. Well, I mean, you know, you just outdid me. That was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> I like that. We were joking about that during the break. And that was oh. fun, fun, fun.
2: Yeah. But yeah the mics my, weren't muted. Yes, for my commentary, <laughs> so I gave it to you. Charlie, I mean,
0: Greg, let me, let me put your picture back on <laughs> You can tell what shows Greg runs during the day when he's not running this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, a, to be fair, I didn't get any of that from Charlie Kirk's show. I didn't hear this earlier in the day. And it
0: was regurgitated. No, Because no. uh, that that did sound, I, and I'm not taking anything away from your analysis on that, that, that is exactly where Charlie Kirk goes with that stuff. That's why it's funny. He's very accurate because in his he's, analysis. He's all over this stuff. This is what he spends. He makes a living doing this. Yeah, correct. As, as this analysis on this, and he's very good at it. He really is. He's all over the age, the LGBTQ, the grooming, and all the nonsense going on. So uh, it's fun stuff. But anyway, very ironic to me. Is it ironic? I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's not. Is there any irony here? No. I mean, there's no irony to gaslighting. It's intentional. <clears> hmm. <throat> yeah. Now. Let's go, again, this just lends credence to your analysis. And you, meaning librarians, do it all in a harsh political climate where all too often you're attacked by people who either cannot or will not understand the vital and uniquely American role you play in the life of our nation. So I guess the librarians that are fighting to sexualize your young children are now heroes to the Democrats and the King Democrat himself, Obama. Isn't that what I just heard him say?
2: Yeah, and it's you know it's really interesting how um, I've been noticing a lot of, and this is not obviously for every library, but uh, the library and librarian position and uh, subsequent positions around the library, the assistants and whatnot, tend to be the most DEI covered positions within the school district where. Uh, you know, these are just people that are doing a job in a library, housing books and checking things out and also videos and stuff like that, whatever other services they provide. But they are the ones that are you know most interactive with children in these instances when they're looking for things. And they are the ones that are, you know, whether they're uh, a member of a certain alphabet mafia community. And they want to act as if they are, uh, you know, part of the inclusive community and kind of rub off on kids. That's that seems to be just an observation that I am making.
0: Well, you know, I don't frequent libraries. And I'm going to tell you a true story. Here's how long it's been since I've been in a library. And it was I, I guess that's not necessarily because there's voting there, I, one of my precincts was in a library, so I would go there to vote, right? Mine used to be, yeah. But I didn't go there to check out a book. But I did one time because I wanted to get a book on Doc Holliday before I took a trip to Tombstone. It wasn't long after I moved to Georgia, and that's been a while. It was in 05. So I think it was in about 06, 07, something like that. And I, was, I walked into the local library in Woodstock, Georgia. And I was just kind of meandering around, I was looking. And I'm like, isn't this stuff in alphabetical order? I forget how this works because I hadn't been in a library since I was in college. You the know old I mean? Dewey Decimal System. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm walking around the library when this older woman and I mean older woman, the typical librarian. Right. Yep. Gray hair in a bun, glasses. Walks up to me. She says, can I help you find something, young man? And I said, yeah, uh, where's the card catalog? I'm looking for the card catalog. And she looked at me, and she, here's what she said to me. She said, oh, bless your heart. Come with me. She walks me over to the counter where there's another librarian, and she goes, honey, he's looking for the card catalog. And they laughed at me. Yeah. That's how long it had been since I'd been in a library. Yeah. Maybe. And I said, well, okay, y'all are laughing at me. Uh, I'm trying to find a book on Doc Holiday. She goes, you need to go over to one of those computers. We haven't had a card catalog in a long time. When was the last time you were in a library? I said, <laughs> when I was in college. So that's a, that's a true story. <laughs> it, true enough that I admit that to you on national radio. Because, hey, that's funny stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not self-deprecating humor. It's real humor.
2: Well, those instances are real funny because, yeah, for a lot of people, last time they were in the library was uh probably when they maybe move to high school to, or college or, or maybe when they move to a new city i i know i've had a couple of library cards in cities i've lived in outside of uh school and i go in there whether it was for voting or a specific you know topic i'm looking to find something out on and you go in there and you're like there's a whole array of desks and i do not see a card catalog running around here anywhere fortunately i know a little bit about libraries so i can find my way around one and tend to find my topics and what i'm looking for relatively easily but yeah no for anybody that hasn't done that in a while you're going to you're going to want to know where the card catalog is I had the
0: 70-year-old woman showing me how to use the computer. I looked at her. I said, wouldn't it be easier to just walk over to the D or H and pull the thing out and go to Doc Holiday?"
2: I mean, it was harder to learn how to use the computer.
0: I think I'm that's... just glad I didn't ask her where the Encyclopedia Britannica's were, right? Remember those? Yeah. Oh. Isn't, that <laughs> alpha,
2: isn't that alphabetized by author, though? Yeah, or by subject. Depending on the, world, the authors
0: of the subject. I don't know. It's been 35 years since I, <laughs> <laughs> last, Like I said, the last time I was at a library, I voted at one. I didn't go. And as far as a library card is concerned, I don't think I've ever had one. Oh no. I, I mean, I guess I did. I, I guess I can remember one when I was years and years ago. I mean, free DVD and rentals. But I guess to uh, Barack Obama and the Dims now, uh, librarians are heroes for wanting to sexualize your kids yep. with pedophilia and. Uh, you know i I mean I don't understand this whole drag queen hour mm-hmm. with kids story I don't even understand what in the world what parent would take their kid to that
2: well and it's it's a, especially Some important triggered liberal yeah, especially important to note that a lot of drag queens and this isn't every one of them but it, and not not that this is a lifestyle I care about uh, but a lot of them have sexual not crime that wrong with that. history. Uh, and from what I've seen, a lot of times that adults are busting these drag queen story hours on the internet, and you see video of it, uh, that person's typically a uh, pedophile in some fashion, and have a record to re- to provide that uh, that they do have uh, a history with children.
0: Well, you know, a lot of the reason I brought all this up was because of what they do to gun owners, how they've been silencing us for decades. Yep. But they let degeneracy it, 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 run rampant. Right. It degeneracy just. <laughs> it's OK to sexualize your children. It's OK to put grown men in dresses, bearing their chest at the White House. It's OK to unfurl a trans flag in violation of flag codes at the White House. But dare you talk about someone who defended their life with a firearm? Doesn't even make the news. They won't even talk about it. And if they do, they lie about it. And we have mm-hmm. a lot of lots of stuff to cover. It's it's it's, it, ladies and gentlemen, it's an upside down world. It's a sick, twisted world we're living in right now. Unfortunately, it's going to fall on us to fix it, and it's going to have to be fixed.
2: This is the fundamental transformation that they've <sighs> been talking about. This is what they yeah, were talking ever about ever since
0: ever since he mentioned it. That's right.
2: And it's interesting that all of this is targeting children, where it's uh, transing kids and they can uh, they can never reproduce ever again, or that it's child genital mutilation. Again, same results or it's exposing them to this gay agenda at the end of it it's not only is it an attack on the family but it's an attack on the american bloodline and the american gene because uh for generations americans have been the leading people within the world uh when it comes to uh to innovation and it comes to being able to fight and win battles and when it comes to uh being able to lead the world in a safe manner and the, the global elites feel like that it's time for the United States and the American bloodline to take a backseat to countries like China. And it's important to pay attention to online marketplace and how you're being exposed to more of the Chinese market than you are to American products and goods.
0: Yeah, and, it, and it, just an interesting side note as we close out this segment, the young man who ran the campaign and put together the whole Greek column thing for Obama and literally propelled him to the White House was a very close friend of mine growing up I played high school football with the kid yeah but I'm not going to name him yeah it was interesting couldn't believe that actually I could believe that but uh, nonetheless we'll be back one more segment in this hour lots of fun stuff to talk about into the next hour as well don't go away
6: segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit danieldefense.com. Now
0: back to the show. Back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling you a prescription for freedom here at AAR Ranch in the 6-hour studios on this crossbreed mic. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. Please, please, please go out of your way and support our partners. Pick up the My Pillow Pillow. Use that promo code AAR. Greg the uh, 2 for 1s I think are still running over there they run tons of tons of deals over there so take advantage of them regardless of what it is and use that aar promo code and say thank you to them you'll sleep better at night believe me that thing works it's fun i mean i've never had a pillow that's fun that's a fun pillow because it is actually cool good heavens and we just had the ac fixed in the house they're coming back out because the ac they fixed isn't fixed oh no yeah, so that, that's going on at some point this afternoon again, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah. And then, speaking of AC, Phoenix uh, tomorrow, Ooh. where we'll be broadcasting Thursday and Friday. Tomorrow, Andy Hoosier will be sitting in the seat for me for the first hour, and Christopher Hart from American Adversaries Radio will be sitting in the seat for me for the second hour while I'm heading out west. And we will be live from the Valley of the Sun, and, boy, is it the Valley of the Sun. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. I'm kind of looking forward to that because I love that. weather. so hot. It fascinates me. I love it. But we'll be out in Phoenix for you the Thursday and Friday show, and back uh, back here at AAR Ranch for the Sunday Monster Cast. So there's a lot going on. Please, it, it's all made possible by our partners, guys. And then when we turn around, we go up to Sig Sauer for the August second broadcast up there from the Sig Museum, which is going to be really neat. Okay, Greg, I think I'm done with Obama.
2: All right, we've all been done with Obama for a while.
0: You know what we need. I think we need a happy ending story, real quick, before I go to two nasty stories. Oh, a nice palate cleanser. This is a palate cleanser. Philadelphia woman opens fire on a team of burglars creeping around her apartment. Oh, well, how about that? Four of them. Four of them. She finds them, opens fire. Two suspects in Philadelphia, and here's that word allegedly. It wasn't alleged, ladies and gentlemen. They broke into her apartment. She pulled out a firearm and shot two of them. They all fled. Beautiful.
1: He went to work, and that's
0: that. Not coming home for what,
1: AWR? To mom. He will not be home for dinner, and uh, that's it. So, moving on.
0: There you go. Two of the suspects were shot and injured. The other two managed to flee the scene like little cockroaches that they are. And I guess cops don't know if the two who fled were also injured by the gunfire or not, but uh, a suspect, Jermaine Parker, 48, was found on the scene, suffering from gunshot wounds, plural, oh, hmm. to his right leg and right arm. I love that. He done got shot up. That's what you get when you pick that line of work. He went to work, and that's that. Authorities found another suspect identified as 45-year-old Randy Miller nearby the scene suffering from a gunshot wound to the back.
2: There you go. Mm, that's a good one. He'll likely
0: be sipping his dinner through a straw for the rest of his life. Now, 48 and 45 years old, you'd think you'd know better. Mm-hmm. You'd think you'd know better. A little bit old to be out there gangbanging, right? Don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they're shot callers. Is that what they call the gang elders? Who knows? Oh, geez. But they got exactly what they deserved. One of them got shot in the back and the other and he was suffering and the other one was suffering with two bullet wounds, one to his leg and one to his arm. He's lucky that shot to his right leg uh, didn't bleed him out, uh, you know. But uh, both were taken to local hospitals for treatment. Stable. Both were stable, but critical. Good. And Philadelphia investigators said the woman was acting in self-defense when she shot them and there will be no charges. Of course, there's not going to be charges. Unless you live, I guess, in, you know, Bragg's New York City. Yep. Then you'd be charged because we have to protect the criminals at all costs in Soros-funded DA areas. Or L.A. So Or L.A. You could name a bunch of bunch of liberal cities, bunch of blue cities. So that's a good happy ending story. Um, this one here really got me, and I'm probably going to spend a little bit of time on this in the next hour as well. Uh, Jason Aldean, he's a real popular country yep. star, right? Yep. You, you familiar with what I'm getting ready to talk about here? I believe so. That's right. You run a couple of the radio shows. Right? <laughs> this might have been a topic of discussion on those shows. Um, if it's not, I'd be surprised, but it will be a topic here. Because just the Yahoo entertainment headline tells you everything you need to know. Jason Aldean faces backlash for pro-gun lyrics in new song. Facing backlash from who? He's a country singer. Good Lord. Look at just the headline. Jason Aldean faces backlash for pro-gun lyrics. Backlash from who? People that work at Yahoo. That's who. Bunch of lunatic, liberal, moron, Marxist, socialist commies masquerading as former Democrats. That's who. Jason Aldean is facing backlash for his song Try That in a Small Town, which features pro-gun messaging. Oh, no. Pro-gun messaging from one of the top country stars in the world. Oh, imagine that.
2: Well, hold on now. You can only talk about guns if you're talking about shooting each other up in ghetto-infested parts of town. You cannot talk about guns in self-defense manners. Come on now. You got to stop.
0: <laughs> You're taking my thunder. It's like Greg knows. Now, in this case, he knew where I was going. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that a lot? I mean, I, there's a lot of rap songs out there. In fact, one of the lines is Pop, Pop, Pop Goes the Nine. Yeah. And it ain't about self defense.
2: It's basically all of '90s. It's rap. about gang violence. That's okay.
0: Is the gangster rapper facing backlash? No, they're encouraged. It's culture, right? Not a problem. I mean, we could go on and on and on and on and on with some of the lyrics. But Jason Aldean, here's the here's the lyrics that got, I guess, the Twitter world, ladies and gentlemen. Jason Aldean, here's the deal: if people on Twitter are coming after you, you're not facing any backlash. That's just a bunch of Twitter morons. That's not backlash. Because his song is a hit with, get this, the people who buy his music. So I don't think Jason Aldean is really too worried about it. But see, they were talking about Jason Aldean was on the stage when the shooting erupted in Vegas. So how dare he? How dare he? Talk about guns in rural America. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't take long. For you to find out, I recommend you don't. Hmm. He also makes reference to, uh, according to Yahoo News, to gun control proposals. Got a gun that my granddad gave me. They say one day they're going to round up. Well, that blank might fly in the city. Good luck. Oh, one of the Twitter users, Uvalde, small town, Virginia Tech, small town college, Newtown, small New England town, Parkland, small town that had just been voted Florida's safest town. Most mass shootings occur in small towns at Jason Aldean. Your listeners are dying. That was from a tweet. <laughs> These people are just insidious. Hey, Jason Aldean, here's the deal. Keep writing them. We'll keep buying it. Yeah. That was a bird brained response. <laughs> Typical of gun-hating freaks. We talk about gun-hating freaks. Wait till I come back in the next hour and I talk about Christy Noem. She's under fire. And we love Christy Noem. Yeah, South Dakota governor. Wait till we talk about this. She sparked outrage. Outrage for something she said about her two-year-old granddaughter. And when we come back, we'll discuss that. It's a perfect segue from this hour to the next. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is going to do it again at six minutes after the hour. Sit tight. Grab a cocktail. Grab some popcorn. We'll be back after the break.